I'm almost 86 years old. Last Tuesday night, which was October the 3rd from when I'm making this broadcast, I went to bed. I couldn't go to sleep. Everything almost on my body was hurting. I watched the hours pass, no sleep. After 5 a.m., I dozed off, and then I awoke, and then I dozed off again for about an hour, and when I awoke, my first thought was, this is my room, I'm still alive. After I got up, shortly after that, After about an hour's sleep, knowing that I would go back to bed after I had my breakfast. As I sat there, I talked to God and I said, what happened last night? And I did hear from God. And what I heard was, are you sure you took your sleeping pill? I got up and looked, and sure enough, I forgot to take my sleeping pill. I've been taking sleep aids for at least 20 years, so there's addiction there, of course. I've had two separate medical people tell me, at my age, I just must not try to stop the sleeping pills, that I must have rest at my age. And an interesting thing happened as a result of this. I had gone through a type of withdrawal, obviously. A thought came, maybe you should just quit taking sleeping pills since you've already gone through a type of withdrawal. And then I thought, why would I do that? A doctor prescribes them, a physician's assistant, and has told me I should continue taking them. It happened that I had an extremely severe pain, sharp pain, in my right jaw and a bad earache. And then for the next four or five days, I was still having that pain and earache, and I decided to go to the physician's assistant and have her look at it and find out what she thinks. So I had Pam make an appointment for me. I went over there, and she examined my ear, both ears, and she said there was a considerable wax buildup in one of them. But she said, Also, this could be a heart attack. She said, now we can give you an EKG and find out. And I said, no, I don't think so. Just clean that one ear where there's the buildup. And she likes to kid me because I don't ever have shots or stuff. And she said, would you like a flu shot? I said, no, thank you. 
And she started laughing. And then she said, once again, we could give you an EKG. I said, no, let's do, do the ear thing. See, at my age, I just really don't want to get involved in things like heart attacks. If the pain were too severe, then I would go and get some help. But I'm not interested in medical people extending my life. God will extend my life for the length that he wants it to be. And I just don't want to get involved in that medical trap at my age. We have something called a patient's bill of rights in the United States. And we don't have to take any form of medical treatment. We have a right of refusal. I learned that the last time I broke a hip and was in a hospital. I'm so grateful that we have this option. I understand if you're a lot younger and if you want to have medical help, I understand that. But I also love the fact that those of us who are older can refuse medical treatment. Well, you can refuse it too if you choose to do so in the United States. I don't know other countries. Just be aware that you, if you are in the United States, you can refuse medical treatments and you can refuse to take certain medicines. I was so sick when I was in the hospital with a broken hip the last time that I got to where I couldn't eat. I lost 40 pounds within just a few weeks. I knew the problem I was having is there were so many medicines they were giving me. And one medicine was affecting the other medicine. I, I just got to where I couldn't eat. At some point, they gave me a blood test and found I had, I think they said, a little slight anemia. And they prescribed a medicine for me, and they brought it to me. And I said, now, I can't eat now because I'm taking so many medicines that fight each other. So as soon as you quit giving me some of those medicines, I will take that medicine, but not now. We have the right of refusal. You have a control over your own life and a right to choose. Another thing happened during the time I was with a physician's assistant. She said that one side of my ear was particularly bad and she wanted me to go away and for four days, administer over-the-counter drops, which would help break up that wax. And then come back in four days, and she would have the head nurse pull that wax off my eardrum. It was attached to my eardrum. I don't know who that head nurse is. I've never 
met him or her. She had a, a someone assisting her that I'd never met before, and I had a really bad feeling about him. Pam had a very bad feeling about him also. He was doing some of the ear cleaning, and Pam told me later that she was praying every second for God to protect me. Neither one of us felt good about this young man. And now I, have an, I had an appointment set up by the physician's assistant, whom I've been with for several years, and like her very much. But I don't know this nurse, this head nurse. I don't want anyone poking an instrument at my eardrum. Their hand could slip, anything could happen. I'm just afraid of that type of thing. So I canceled the appointment with the head nurse, and I wrote Jamie, the PA, and told her that I had canceled the appointment. I was afraid of anything getting that close to my eardrum, that I would take the over-the-counter drops to break up the wax and do what I could do here at the house. And I thanked her for putting me on what I considered to be the right track. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.